Lit by popular I got this little Billie Jean freestyle that I did. You wanna really? hear it? Yeah, yeah, hell yeah. Okay. Hell yeah. I've had, I've had a, everyone that listens to it, I mean, the first thing they pick up on is that beat. Now, oh shit, a Billie Jean? You did a Billie Jean? What? <laughs> Michael Jackson? It's like on that beat? Mm hmm Okay, that's cool. That's different. I've never, yeah. I've never heard anything like that. Okay. Yeah, I've been doing this, I'm gonna say for like three years now. Oh, sweet. Yeah, we're just trying to work on my practice, but mm -hmm. um, I got put into a studio at 15. My mom took me to the studio at 15. She was working with uh, a barber that was doing music, doing producing, doing all the engineering, working with stuff. Mm -hmm. She started getting on the road. My mom, I mean, she's been like a, like a bag cover, you know? <laughs> Entrepreneur mentality and stuff, so like yeah. he taught us about when he visually having sex. Mm -hmm. So he started helping her on it. I'm not busy. You said what? I'm saying for now a little bit, but Oh, yeah. Oh, is he? Okay. Um, shoot. Uh, she started helping him out, you know, getting into the studios and mm -hmm. stuff. Uh, and then she kind of like asked me if I want to get on board with it, you know, so they both kind of invited me into a, a session. I'll never forget this. Okay. Word of advice for every upcoming artist, do not give up. Do not give up. I mean, there's always going to be those things that, like you got mental battles going on where like, ah, man, I don't know if this is going to sound good. I don't know if this is going to sell. Everyone got a target audience, okay? Everyone has a target audience. Your target audience might not be within, within the city that you're living in now, but you can't think about in the moment type stuff. You gotta think like you're about to go global and you're about to have the whole world listening to, okay? You have a target audience. I'll never, I'll never forget, I was sitting here, I wrote to my first beat. Wrote it, oh, I'm sitting here right now, I can't figure out what's going on. I crumbled up the piece of paper. You feel me? I threw away the piece of paper. I was like, I'm never touching this again. I'm never going to get back to it, right? Mm -hmm. And so maybe like a couple weeks go by, I get one more chance to get into it. They send me the beat. Christian sent me the beat, Double M Keys. Shout out Double M Keys. Send me the beat. He was like, you know, I feel like you could really do something to this. And I wrote to it again. I did the first thing I did, kind of threw it away. But then I was like, you know what? Let me try it one more time. I was like, let me try it when like I'm in a different mental space. Mm -hmm. Let me try it when the vibe is feeling right. So I wrote to it, excuse me. <laughs> I wrote to it. Uh, I was like, oh, okay, okay, I wrote to it. Get into the studio. Now the one thing too, like if you're first time in the studio, if you're feeling uncomfortable, you feel like you got the butterflies in your stomach, hey, everyone feels that way. You feel me? Everyone gets behind there, behind the studio. It's a totally different setup. It's a different vibe. Uh, I'm sitting here, I'm laying it down, I'm like, ah, oh, I'm not liking how it sounds. And then, kind of change up my delivery. Get back on it again, just kind of fucking with it, you know. It gets mixed down, I listen to it, I'm like, oh, wow, like, this is like real deal filthy, you know. Like, I was listening to my voice, I liked the way I sounded. I kind of just kept going from there, kept getting the opportunity to get into the studio, and I kind of took advantage of that, you know, just keep getting in there, consistently working, getting songs out, you know. Now I kind of like have a huge catalog of music and stuff, you know, like I keep a lot of it saved in my phone, just in my files. I got a whole section of master tracks, 
unfinished projects. You know, I just keep sitting here consistently trying to get them out. And this is only from like the beginning of like April and stuff, you know? The rest of it is on my computer. But like that just goes to show us like I've been sitting here consistently working for like three years just trying to work on my craft before I try to like get anything out there, you know? Um, one thing I could say too is like if you ever feel like, you know, you're not on right on like the right track of anything, just ask like for opinion. You know, ask some of the people that are closest to you. You don't wanna ask, I can say this, giving a word of advice to upcoming artists, you don't wanna ask people that aren't specifically in that genre. Like let's say you're making like a like a rock pop type of song and you're about to ask like a thug artist, like, hey, how does this sound to you? You know, they're not gonna like tell you that, hey, this shit is filthy, da 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 da. They're gonna tell you, nigga, get the fuck out of my face with that, you know? They're gonna tell you, like, get out of my face, but that's because that's not the target audience. You know, that goes back to the whole target audience thing. If you're gonna make a pop song, ask a pop star's opinion on it. Or even ask someone who likes pop music, you know, they might give you a better idea, like, where to go with the song, you know, they might give you a better idea, like, what you wanna do with it. They'll give you a better vision on that, I feel like. Mm -hmm. You're not gonna get. I'm not gonna get a good opinion from someone who ain't working in that genre, you know? Definitely. Um, if I were to give any more advice to some upcoming artists too, I would say figure out how you can get some ways to produce content, you know? Don't let money be an issue. Don't look at the numbers and be like, ah, oh, it costs like $60 an hour minimum of three hours booked to get into the studio. Uh, don't let the 350, 450 music video shy you away because there's always things to like get around that loophole, you know? Where there's a vision, there's a way, I always say. If you got the vision for it, there's always going to be a way. Um, I tell artists, always invest into their music because money is always an investment as well, you know? If you're sitting here, you're spending money for the studio time, you're sitting here spending money for the content getting made, the cover arts, you know, the promotion and stuff, you gotta look at this that it's like an investment, you know? It's gonna pay out in the end. You're gonna keep the royalties on it. And like as you're sitting here just generating, generating fan base and stuff, eventually you're gonna end up getting a payout. You know, you could be sleeping one day, the next day, hey. Oh shit, my Billie Jean remix just got like 100k streams on it. Oh shit, Spotify is trying to give me the whole royalties for it next week. You know, like you could wake up on stuff like that and then like, ooh, there's the burger. <laughs> um, you consistently just keep building. Yep, thank you. Thank you, I appreciate that. Ooh, shoot, I totally forgot what kind of burger this was like. Oh wait, no, it's the Storm Burger. The Storm okay, Burger. Yeah, Seattle Sonic. Not Sonic's Superstorm <laughs> Burger. Ooh, I'm not gonna lie, that smell good though. Really? Like it smell like. Oh, I can smell it from here. You can smell all the seasonings, the juices and stuff. You know, you can tell this is a juicy burger just from first glance. Uh, if we take a look, we can see that the the chicken ain't too grilled. It ain't too crispy. It's probably the perfect consistency. That first bite is probably gonna be juicy as hell. So <laughs> let's just go ahead and try that right now. Mm. I'm not gonna lie, this burger bun tastes like pizza crust. <laughs> I can dig it. It tastes like pizza crust. Mm. Um, the chicken, I'm not gonna lie, that was juicy. But it could have been a little bit juicier than what I thought it was going to be. Um, 
One out of ten, what would you give it? One out of ten? If I were to give it a one out of ten, I would say probably like a seven and a half to eight, specifically on this burger. Um, maybe if I eat it a few more times, my judgment might change, but like off the first bite, I'd give it an uh, eight out of ten. Stuff, but I feel like once quarantine hit, that's kind of like where I was really on go with it. You know, like I'm sitting here. I got a producer I work with. Shout out Kaiser on the beat. Um, he be sending me beats and stuff for me to be playing with. Mm -hmm. um, I be sitting here just like getting beats out the way sometimes. You know, like looking at free for profit beats because a lot of times you see that free beat on there. It's not usually free, like those free beats that they say on there, it's usually like production work, you know, like you can use it as a background noise for like your video and stuff. You can use it for like an intro, but you can't necessarily use it to get paid in Royal Street. Yeah, facts. You know, so I feel like quarantine hit, I couldn't get a job. Uh, the funny thing about quarantine is too, as soon as quarantine hit is when I turned 18. So I'm sitting here looking for a job that I can that will pay me well for my age now. Couldn't get one. Pandemic started. I feel like this was like the best opportunity for like getting on some like real deal mm -hmm. entrepreneur type stuff, right? you know? Yeah. Because you can't sit here working with the businesses now because of legitimate uh, quarantine legitimate like boss saying that you can't work now and stuff mm -hmm. you know so like if you can create something at home i mean i say do it you know yeah perfect time to like create your own side hustle type of thing yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. and i feel like see why do you see young bag chaser hey. i feel like i've always yeah i've always been like <laughs> a little entrepreneur and stuff you know i remember growing up i didn't have like most of the money. We wasn't like the most financially secure people and stuff. We didn't have no money. Um, I had a PlayStation 2 growing up from like, what, like first grade all the way up to like fifth grade. And like, I would always sit here watch YouTube videos and like all the new video games going out and stuff. You know, like sit here, I'm looking at the Call of Duty's coming out. We're at the photos looking nice. Mm -hmm. But I'm still stuck on this little PlayStation 2. I finally got tired of it. I was like, fuck this. I figured out a way I could get myself like an Xbox 360 because at, at the time that was like the newest console. Mm -hmm. uh, I took that PlayStation 2. I posted it up on offer. I had but like, I want to say like hundreds of games for it. You know, mm -hmm. like there was a Goodwill locally where I lived. Um, I would just go to the Goodwill, go look for games and stuff. They would usually like run like two, three dollars and stuff. So like I was able to stock up on like, tons of games. I took that same PlayStation 2 with all those games, put it on offer up, and I, I think I traded it for like a uh, like a DS or some little 3DS or something, mm -hmm. right? Then I took that 3DS and reposted it on offer up, and I think I got something else, which led to me being able to take that same thing that I traded for and trade it for an Xbox 360. You know, mm -hmm. and this is coming from a kid who couldn't work a job. You know, I couldn't get no money doing it like that, figuring out how I was able to get it. You know. Yeah. Thanks. Shoot. Hey, back to this burger though. <laughs> yeah. Look, like I said, probably into a few more bites. It was probably gonna be tasting good. I'm not gonna lie. This potato not to <laughs> potato. <laughs> Man, this tomato, this lettuce, this chicken, the sauce, bussin'. 
everything just fits itself perfectly with this burger. Still got an 8.5 or did it climb higher? I think he earned himself a right for 10. Oh, this shoot. This burger got himself a 10 on that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, burger. I was capping to you earlier. <laughs> now it got me in love. <laughs> Look at all these knockouts. You said that. Because I have this song that I've been working on for like the past few weeks, I want to say. It's a song called 206 Anthem. So it's a song that I put together. I kind of I kind of just like wrote on like the topic of like how I felt with Seattle and stuff. You know, like people I've grown up with, you know, things that's happened. Like we all kind of like see the energy that's going down with Seattle mm -hmm. and stuff. You know, we all be shouting to Seattle, support Seattle. When honestly, I feel like not too many people are like putting that to action. You know, um, I made this song called 206 Anthem kind of like put the city on a little bit more in a sense, you know, because I feel like everyone's putting on for like their own little section. When this is like a community thing, you know, if we're living in Seattle, if we're living in Washington in general, I personally feel like we should be out supporting more people, but that's just me. Um, I feel like, excuse me. <laughs> that beggar's getting you. <laughs> I feel like, I feel like this is more like a group effort, you know? One thing I've learned, like, with people is, like, when someone is kind of, like, getting on you about something, like, with some negative energy, more than likely, half the time, it ain't because you're doing something, but it's because of the way they're thinking or, like, them as a person is kind of toxic in a sense, you know? Mm-hmm. I feel like if more people came together and helped one another, I feel like there would be a lot less people, like, looking over their shoulders, you know? Thinking like this person that they just met today is gonna be the person like beat her downfall tomorrow in a sense. You know, I just feel like there should be some more unity going on and stuff. And so I made this song. It should be released sometime this season. You know, this fall winter season coming up, uh, it's gonna be out. I'm gonna have a video shot for it. Um, I kind of want to just be the person that's like giving a little bit more back to the community. You know, there's a lot of people who get up there, and I feel like. Me personally, I feel like there ain't too many opportunities given back once they're up there and stuff, you know. A lot of the things that go on, I feel like it's because people don't have that that opportunity that they feel like they need, you know, if that mm -hmm. makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense. So, makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Uh, that's from 206 and from I got coming out soon. <laughs> um, I do plan on releasing a lot more songs. Um, I'm just kind of working on the marketing and kind of like seeing where I want to go with it, you know, mm -hmm. with direction. Because it's one thing to just put a song out there, but ooh, let me check that real quick. Backstory. So a lot of people don't know this, but I'm a type 1 diabetic. So when I eat this, what I got to do is I got to take my EpiPen. I got to take my insulin and stuff. And so on my phone, why it's beeping like that is because... I'm able to check my blood sugar on that. Oh, shit. So like, yeah, for example, like that says that it's low right now. So, eating this is going to bring the sugar up. But, like, every time I eat, I got to correct for it with a needle. So, yeah, I got to take one. I take a few, like, every day. Every mm -hmm. time I eat, I got to take one. Dang. Yeah. Being diagnosed since I was, I want to say, 14. Been battling through it since. Mm -hmm. But I mean, I kind of feel like I've gotten, you know, it's pretty much been like a lifestyle for me at this point, you know, just going with the flow of things. 
Mm-hmm. It's just been included into my life at this point, you feel me? Yeah, I feel me. Anything else you gotta say to the people? Hey, this burger was busting, y'all. Busting Burgers, episode three, is going live. If y'all ain't never checked out Rain City Burgers, check them out. Um, this burger was pretty busted down. I know I didn't give it this credit, but credit was due at the beginning. But it kind of changed my opinions on it later. Um, y'all can catch me on all streaming platforms. As at YBC Juice. Right there, you can check me out right there. Um, check me out on my Instagram. That's YBC underscore Juice. Um, and yeah, shoot, stay tuned in. We're going to make some noise real soon. Mm-hmm. <laughs> This, I just got this printed off, but like, I'm gonna say like a few days ago or something. It's like mm -hmm. a project that I've been working on. I wanna get some hoodies out and stuff. Um, I feel like with these hoodies, the mass production on them is pretty expensive and stuff. Mm -hmm. uh, the quality of the hoodie ain't, it's not one of those little cheap hoodies that you just print off and stuff, yeah. you know? So like, I've been working on a project to get these mass produced and to be able to sell them online and stuff, not just like, Oh, hit me up, let's set up a meet to like, mm -hmm. you know, get your hoodie, you cash at me. Uh, I'm not trying to do that. I'm trying yeah. to get like a real website going where they print it off. People could just wake up one day, oh, mm -hmm. I'm going to uh, YBC Juice hoodie, you know, and be able to just order that off one. So I've been working on that like the past couple of days trying to get myself ready for that. That's cool. Uh, thank so, you. I'm going to be corny because you keep talking. <laughs> you about to fix my hair? <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, she be making sure I'm straight. <laughs>